Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 343, The Solemnity of the Epiphany of the Lord, Year C. On this Feast of the Epiphany, we celebrate that God's glory has been revealed to all the nations, not just the chosen people of Israel, people of every corner of the earth, of every nation and race, generations of people. God's revelation, God's invitation is for all people of all times and places, and thanks be to God, that includes us. St. Paul puts it so nicely, God had a secret plan formed before all the ages. And that plan is now revealed. And it is this. In Christ Jesus, the Gentiles, people from other religious and cultural backgrounds and nations, are now his co-heirs too with the chosen people of Israel, members of one and the same body and sharers in the promise of God through the proclamation of the good news. That is, we are one big global human family and what a wonderful gift that is. What a treasure these wise men found lying in that manger, a rare and perfect gift to the world. As poet Godfrey Rust says, grace born out of deprivation, grace born of the endurance of the oppressed, grace born of the hardships of the poor, grace born of the forgiveness of the intolerable, grace born in the dignity of silence, grace born in the strength of his weakness. He just lay there, vulnerable in need of food, clothing, shelter, protection and love and care. Our gifts were tokens. There was nothing more we could do but to leave this child to his own, journey towards the cross, and return by different pathways to our own countrymen and women, who now seem such strangers to us, yet seeing them as if for the first time, how they just lie there, needing to be loved. The journey of wise men to find the Holy Family, and particularly the Saviour lying in the manger, is our journey too. It's our journey of life as well. It's our religious pilgrimage through life, a journey of conversion and beyond. It's the same journey. Our journey of faith is not an easy one. It's filled with challenges, inconveniences, doubts, obstacles and stumbles. And how many important faith journeys have we heard critical negative voices and prophets of doom, or people who make fun of the rare path a person needs to walk along. The voices of doubt and negativity need to be ignored, or endured, or moved beyond. We must not pay attention to the negativity, but walk along humbly with our God. The journey to conversion, the complete commitment of heart and head towards Jesus' good news, is a real odyssey. Like the journey of the Magi, the journey to find Christ is like a death and a rising to new life. We, like the Magi, return home where we came, but by a new way. We, too, see things as if for the first time. In the Bible, a change of path symbolises conversion, and after encountering Christ, everything looks different, because Jesus invites us to see it now through his eyes. We now start to see the world around us through the lens of Jesus' good news. We now see life through the eyes of Christ's compassionate care for those most in need. We begin to have a vision for the inclusion of everyone. Like Bethlehem, which at first sight seems slight and insignificant and lesser than other towns, yet here is where Jesus is born. Humble, vulnerable, poor, 
so too the poor and the forgotten may appear insignificant to the world, but it is through them that the Lord's presence is revealed. No wonder Jesus teaches, the first shall be last. The humble and the powerless will have the power and glory of God shining from their hearts. True greatness is in unmeasured love and service. The wise men realised the meaning of this great mystery, this irony, that first Christmas, and it changed everything. It changes everything for us too. Come, let us worship. Behold the Lord, the Mighty One has come, and kingship is in his grasp, and power and dominion. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Happy New Year, everyone, and peace to you all. Welcome as we gather on this Feast of the Epiphany, the revealing of Christ as the light to the world. Our God's love and mercy knows no bounds, and so let us recall our sins so as to worthily celebrate this holy sacrifice. Lord Jesus, the nations of the world are drawn to your light. Lord, have mercy. You are the radiant star of justice. Christ, have mercy. You are the first fruits of all the nations. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for Let us pray that we will behold God's glory. O God, who on this day revealed your only begotten Son to the nations by the guidance of a star, grant in your mercy that we who know you already by faith may be brought to behold the beauty of your sublime glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For darkness shall cover the earth, 
and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look around. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from far away, and your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice, because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you, the young camels of Midian and Ephah. All those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense and shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. The Word of the Lord Lord, every nation on earth will adore you. O God, give your judgment to the king, to a king's son your justice, that he may judge your people in justice and your poor in right judgment. In his days justice shall flourish and peace till the moon fails. He shall rule from sea to sea, from the great river to earth's bounds. The kings of Tarshish and the sea coasts shall pay him tribute. The kings of Sheba and Seba shall bring him gifts. Before him all rulers shall fall prostrate, all nations shall serve him. For he shall save the poor when they cry, and the needy who are helpless. He will have pity on the weak, and save the lives of the poor. Lord, every nation on earth will adore you. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, surely you have already heard of the commission of God's grace that was given me for you and how the mystery was made known to me by revelation. In former generations, this mystery was not made known to humankind, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. That is, the Gentiles have become fellow heirs, members of the same body, and sharers in the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia we observed his star at its rising, 
and have come to pay homage to the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising, and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all of Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I also may go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh, and, having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The Gospel of the Lord One of the unfortunate issues for middle-aged Catholics is that in our youth and childhood we were not encouraged to ask questions about the Church's commandments and its traditions. It was really only since Vatican II in the mid-sixties that we were finally encouraged not just to ask questions but to seek the answers for ourselves. Faith, scripture and its explanation were not just the domain of the clergy and religious. All believers were expected to come to an understanding of why we believe as we do. If we don't seek the answers, then the foundation becomes weak. These days, we all come with many questions, some of great importance and some of little consequence. Today's question might be, what does epiphany mean? Well, generally, it means a manifestation, a revelation, a showing, a direction for our search, an answer for our questions. The scriptures imply it's a search that everyone must take. Luke, in his gospel, has the poor people searching in the form of the shepherds. Today, Matthew has the learned and the rich searching in the form of the Magi. There is room for everyone in this search, shepherds to academics and company executives. 
Now, the Magi are the three searchers who could not find the answer to their questions within their own culture. They were courageous enough to take a risk, a journey to another country in search of Christ. Now, to help us understand the significance of the initiative, the Gospel gives us two sets of wise men for contrast. The Magi, whom we know by the mysterious medieval names of Gaspar, Melchior and Balthazar. And the second group, when Herod calls in the scribes and the Pharisees. He says, I need an expert opinion. They're talking of the birth of the Messiah. Where is he to be born? These wise and learned men come up with the answer, Bethlehem in Judea, and they are right. But that's all they do. We hear no more of them. Their hearts do not follow their heads. They know where the Messiah is to be born. They see others heading towards him, yet they do not go themselves. Why? Are they like us who say, I've got to take my faith more seriously someday. I've got to put more time into my family relationships someday. I've got to do more to help others less fortunate someday. The second group of wise men do nothing. They stay aloof from life. They protect themselves from risk. Suppose they'd gone on the journey and had discovered the Messiah. Then what? What changes would they have to make? They're already at the height of their careers. They held positions of power. They're wealthy. Do they risk all that? Perhaps it's better to talk, be learned consultants to the king, to do nothing. Now the Magi take the risk of inquiry. Who knew what they would meet? The risk of searching, not finding, being sidetracked or lost. And that's why the Gospel is so challenging. It's not just a pretty story that conjures up in our minds oriental kings floating over the desert sands on the way to Bethlehem. This Gospel story is challenging us. Choose which kind of wise man or woman you want to be. Are you going to play it safe like the consultants, the experts on all things religious, but insulating yourself against the risk of true belief? Or are you the risk-taker who allows the journey to Bethlehem to radically change you? We are part of a community, a church, a caravan if you like. The Magi do not travel alone. They are like-minded community, committed to the inquiry and the action. And that is why they are wise. They advise each other, encourage and support. We are in different spaces on this journey. Some are up front, impatiently spurring on the camel, and others are foot-dragging at the rear. Some are credulous, prepared to think that any star they see is the real thing, and others are doubters. They will not be convinced until they see the star coming down and pointing at the head of the Messiah himself. It's really not important where we are in the caravan so long as we are on the march, as long as we've responded to the gospel and taken the risk. Let the certain encourage the doubters about faith, about God, about life, about love. Let the devout encourage the tepid and the lukewarm believers. Let the young and the innocent be an example of enthusiasm to the old and the sinful. This is a great feast of hope. Look at us all in this caravan. Children to octogenarians. Teenagers, students, doctors, lawyers. Everything we need for the journey is already here. And perhaps this is the greatest epiphany of all. And Epiphany's promise is this. Wherever we are on this caravan, we will 
every one of us reach the goal of the journey. That is, we too will look into the face of the Messiah. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only Son our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. We come before our God, guided by the light of faith. For all bishops, priests, and deacons, that they may proclaim Christ to all nations. Let us pray to the Lord. For all nations, that guided by the star of Bethlehem, they may acknowledge Jesus as the Son of God. Let us pray to the Lord. For those in authority, that they may promote the peace that is a gift of the Prince of Peace. Let us pray to the Lord. For all assembled here, that our worship be sincere and our Eucharist prayerful. Let us pray to the Lord. For the dead, that they may be guided to eternal joy, especially those for whom we now pray. Let us pray to the Lord. God of all nations, all praise is yours as we celebrate the manifestation of your Son. We humbly ask you to hear us and grant our prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, 
fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may this sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Look with favour, Lord, we pray, on these gifts of your church, in which are offered now not gold or frankincense or myrrh, but he who is by them proclaimed, sacrificed and received, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you for ever and ever. Amen. Preface of the Epiphany The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For today you have revealed the mystery of our salvation in Christ as a light for the nations. And when he appeared in our mortal nature, you made us new by the glory of his immortal nature. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me.
the mystery of faith. Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection. And all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father, and the work of the Holy Spirit through your death gave life to the world. Free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. 
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. The Communion Antiphon We have seen his star in the east and have come with gifts to adore the Lord. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. Sacrifice 
beauty bright, westward leading, still proceeding, guide us to thy perfect light. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Go before us with heavenly light, O Lord, always and everywhere, that we may perceive with clear sight and revere with true affection the mystery in which you have willed us to participate. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone and I hope you have a wonderful start to this new year. May God's guidance, peace and compassion be with us all along the journey of 2021. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. May God who has called you out of darkness into his wonderful light pour out in kindness his blessing upon you and make your hearts firm in faith, hope and charity. Amen. And since in all confidence you follow Christ who today appeared in the world as a light shining in the darkness, may God make you too a light for your brothers and sisters. Amen. And so when your pilgrimage is ended, may you come to him whom the Magi sought as they followed the star, and whom they found with great joy, the light from light, who is Christ the Lord. Amen. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down on you and remain with you forever. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. The Roman Missal, 3rd edition, 2010, ICEL. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009 by the NCC USA. The Psalms by the Grail, 1963 and 2009. Prayers of the Faithful, Robert Borg, Together We Pray, 1993. St. Ralph Sherwin, Gloria, written and sung by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, 2011, ccwatershed.org. The Christmas Hymn, Word Made Flesh, by Paul W. Kelly, based upon John's Gospel, 1 verse 14, 1 John 4 verse 9, and Isaiah 9 verses 2, 6 and 7 arranged and sung by Stefan Kelk with adjusted lyrics 2020. Traditional hymn, We Three Kings, performed by the Bobby Cole Chamber Choir, licensed via shockwavesound.com. Production by KER. May God bless and keep you.